Hi everyone, welcome once again to the 24-bit podcast. This is our first episode of 2023. And with me, as always, I have the usual suspects. Dixon Otieno Techish. And Nick Anali from Tech Trends. I'm Chenzi Emmanuel. You can find some of what I read about tech at AndroidKenya.com. And being the first episode of the year, we have so much in store for you this year. But we are going to start the year by looking at what the month has been. We are going to make this a monthly trend where at the end of every month we look back or at the start of a new month, we look back at the previous month and some of the things that we covered uh, on our blogs individually, collectively, as, as well as even talked about here on the podcast. Uh, some of the latest happenings in tech, locally, internationally. There are lots of pressing issues. There are lots of exciting developments, all those things. So today, we know at first trends episode of 2023, we're going to look at some of the things that made headlines in January 2023, which are a good pointer to how much of the year will be spent, especially the first quarter of the year. So first things first. Um, Gentlemen, we started the year with um, money being taken out of our pockets. <laughs> we had M-Pesa charges coming back, like the transaction fees coming back uh, effective January 1st, 2023. So that was the charges uh, that you get billed when you send money from your M-Pesa to a pay bill belonging to a financial institution, that's a bank or a circle. And then also, normally you get a build a certain fee when you send money from your bank account to a mobile money account so that's either mpesa telecom tcash or airtel money so those charges came back um at the start of the year and then along the way we had some high court ruling suspending those charges even though there hasn't like as far as i know from press reports uh only absa has budged and suspended their charges everyone else has kept their charges absolutely yeah, I was I was I was paying some of myself for everything last the other week with um, uh, using the app and huh? I still got it. I get one eighty, and it for the charge. Interesting. Now you had it here first, uh, because I was reading the Business Daily the other day when they were doing a compilation of of uh, the banks that have complied with that high, high court ruling, mm-hmm. and it was only Absa, as per their report, that had complied and was no longer charging. But that report wasn't exactly accurate because they listed Stanchat there being one of those that was uh, charging people. Yet Stanchat actually didn't affect the new rates on January 1st like everyone. Mm-hmm. They affected theirs on 23rd, which is, we're recording this on 24th, yes, January. So yesterday is when Stanchat's charges went into effect. I'm a Stanchat customer, I haven't tried their transactions, so I don't know if they really went into effect or they are holding off their houses. But the explanation from the other banks starting with equity uh, that BD got was that they're waiting for commentary from like for direction from the industry regulator that is the central bank of kenya mm-hmm. because here is how this works the central bank of kenya is the financial services industry regulator and these uh, services actually financial in nature much as their tech and all of that and it's the central bank that got these people to suspend these charges yep. when the pandemic came as a way of alleviating the stress that businesses and people are suffering from the effects of the pandemic. And then it's the central bank that towards the end of last year brought these same people together mm-hmm. and told them uh, it's allowing them to bring charges, but they need to be cheaper. So they need to cut them, uh, to cut the transaction charges. So I want to hear, um, in the back of that backdrop, what are your reactions to this or what are your readers saying? Do you know, do you know actually, as uh, actually today, and I think you've seen that, there's a report on Business Daily on the same that was saying, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, banks and Safaricom are now free to collect cash transfer fees. Yeah? So it's, it's like, you know, they basically made up their, you know, uh, their mind now. I mean, I think the court order was up to yesterday. Mm-hmm. So from today, the transaction charges should be officially back because there was a court order that uh, reversed the decision by CBK mm-hmm. to introduce charges until the hearing starts and it wasn't extended past yesterday. So from today, all banks should be charging yeah. uh, transaction charges for transfers. Because, uh, I mean, the article I'm reading on Business Daily says, the CBK through senior counsel Jojo Raro opposed the extension of the order, arguing that the regulator and the banks were yet to be made part of the case. Hence, difficult to comply with the order. So, I mean, the charges still stand. Yes, as far as I know. As far as, as we are talking right now, there are still charges when moving money from your bank to M-Pesa and from M-Pesa to bank. 
and this is because um, the person went to court all um, the orders is seeking a backfiring on technicalities basically the first time um, the judge refused to suspend because he went to court just before the turn of the new year mm-hmm. so the judge refused to suspend the going into effect of the new rates arguing that the parties in that case hadn't been served so they couldn't respond mm-hmm. and then but gave orders uh, i think the following week mm-hmm. that um the charges be held up until when the case comes up for hearing on the 23rd yeah. but then when the 23rd came the interested party in this case was supposed was supposed to give the players in the industry direction cbk apparently they hadn't been served or made parties in that case so the judge declined to further the extension so as it is it's uh if you're a lawyer and you're listening to this this is probably a fault you can tell us what's going on here but as it is I mean, as it is the, the the collection of the transaction fees continues and a better i think all of us have done pieces on how much it costs to transact and yeah as far as things go that's it you're going to pay but of course i mean we all expected this to happen i mean i mean the free transfer was not happening to me i mean it wasn't going to be a forever thing i mean at some point you know the fees are going to to be dropped because uh, are we done with the pandemic yet i mean we have passed the pandemic now of course banks and remember how safaricom said how uh when the charges were dropped how it really affected their um, i mean their revenues uh, when when they were releasing their report you know the financial report the other the other time They're talking about how a huge chunk of of course but i think we already proved that these businesses can operate without those transactions yes they still yes. make profits uh because more people have joined mobile money more people are now using banking as a solution and the to transaction mobile money. rates have gone yes yeah, and the transaction volume is way higher so up to the point where kra thinks all of us sought to use that as a basis to be taxed or something yeah uh some people are arguing that now maybe you know with this happening we're gonna be seeing a lot of people now going back to the cash economy a lot of cash now moving around yeah Matrix i don't bank think is going I, to i don't think people are just saying happening. that it's happening, it's happening. Yeah. because uh this year never in my life have i had my trousers washed and there was cash in the trousers but, mm-hmm. but this year there's cash in the trousers because mm-hmm. when yeah, when i want yeah. when i want to pay something same <laughs> inje i used to use same to kwa mama mboga nini when you're buying groceries mm-hmm. you'll always ah si bank to mpesa is free yeah. i'll send you money so now i don't want to do that because it's 14 bob it's 15 bob it's 30 bob it's for for very small amounts of transfers you're charged very highly so for now mimi nita withdraw cash it's cheaper to withdraw and spend that rather than because uh, because when you put together those to 14 14 bobs i mean that's a lot that's of a money that's a lot of money yeah. it's a, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. okay but on the other hand my argument will still be the same um the charges could still go lower or could be non-existent yes. these these institutions would just survive really because it's um uh think about it like if i transacted with my card every time and yeah. i get billed you know how ridiculous that is yes but if you're young and you're listening to this podcast actually that used to happen uh, i've stopped <laughs> at nakumat and paid using my cop card mm-hmm. and been billed transaction fee uh that used to happen like it used to, happen. to attract charges yeah and actually when you leave this country it's one of those culture shocks yeah. experience yes. you go somewhere abroad especially mm-hmm. in these white countries mm-hmm. card transaction fees are there and, um, anyway uh, it's a longer discussion maybe maybe sometime this year um uh, maybe when we see the cause of the court case we'll come back and have an entire episode discussing but my main argument that i always write remains that if you want people to transition from using cash to going digital you have to make sure that the new platform makes sense if i'm paying via cash to someone there's no transaction charge why is it when i'm sending the same cash over a same a simple sms there should be charges anyway yeah good and those that's was not the only uh, kind of news that was affecting safaricom that we got from january there's another one also on 1st january we had bonga points that were older than three years that is that were acquired and accrued before december 2019 had expired the previous day on new year's eve um at least as far as the terms of safaricom's website said as far as the news reporting we did and others mm-hmm. did said yeah so bonga points is easily expire but then a few um, weeks in a 
few weeks in there was a business daily report uh, that that was basically who said <laughs> yeah see see to lisema eh mimi <laughs> so you remember that meme yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean so, there was so there's no... been an about turn and if yeah. you have to go back and check your app um if you have any of those older points they should be back even though uh, safaricom had two pages with the terms and conditions those the media centered one and there's the one where they just put their terms the form uh, the deleted mention of expiry the latter the media facing one still has mentions of expiry so at this point you are very confused and but that was the news and your bonga points are still there so if you rushed to redeem them well and good you helped them clear their balance sheet but apparently now you can keep your bonga points so i don't know what's your take i mean you know you know the funny thing about this entire you know libera bonga points it's like even after the business story uh, business daily article came out There was no official communication from Safaricom on this turnaround. The U-turn, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there, there was there was there was nothing. I I am looking for the tweet I did on the website term and condition because I am sure the website still says the bonga points should expire. They have not updated that, so we still don't know. Do they expire? Don't they expire? Uh, there's still no official communication, which is weird. Normally, Safaricom always has very robust uh, communication when they change any terms uh, the website is loading as we are talking uh, let me wait and see if they're still expiring anyway um that whole thing never made sense to me and mm-hmm. i asked so many questions on twitter regarding the same and how it exposed the company to external legal liability and i think some other people made sense of the same they were just fine issuing threats mm-hmm. Uh, but going ahead to do the things the way they did yeah there's an argument here that you're not entitled to the bogan points but my counter argument has been um one i i never wanted these things and i never asked for them but you offered them to me they stopped belonging to you but also if i don't use them they are a burden to your balance sheet to your ledger or whatever and it's in your investors and your shareholders best interest that we get to use them and all of those but at the same time mm-hmm. the usage is at my discretion yeah. as somebody who has your loyalty points so i don't know that's maki maki and i think now that um because one other development from the new year was uh, was it even the new year or it was before the turn of the new year when parliamentarians uh, signal that they are going to support safaricom um, to explain why some of these things expire yeah. another telcos to explain why voice minutes data do expire yeah now that uh, safaricom has beaten a retreat we might probably never get to know but i never thought it was a good idea basically it just opened the company to a string of uh, negative pr that was unnecessary yeah, and actually the whole idea of just bunga is expir- uh, expiring it's like first of all you're not giving them uh, to me for free i mean uh, I because something. yes i spent something to actually get them yeah so i mean who has the power to decide what i'm supposed to do with the bunga points I know you're the only provider yes but I mean how I mean it's just so okay. glad they they did the U-turn so yeah, it, was a, it was a hasty retreat I hope it's not a technical one and we won't have another U-turn anyway or another quoted yeah another <laughs> safaricom story we all covered uh, now you can Fuliza. you can you can go fuliza um like you can withdraw your fuliza cash because previously you would use your fuliza limit to uh, an yeah, to like, send money. Yeah, I was yeah. So, so basically when you're sending money to someone and you don't have enough, you can just fuliza there and then or probably you'd already fulizard money will move from your wallet to the other person's wallet. When you're paying for stuff, you'd fuliza on the spot if your total bill payout was more than your Mpesa balance or if you had already fulizard you'd just directly pay from your wallet. But there's no option to withdraw. Yeah. No, you can withdraw fulizard money. So this works was traded like when i go to an agent i can say i'm going to withdraw 5k but i only have 1k yeah. and i'll automatically get if my limit allows get the prompt to add the 4k right yes and if i'd already fully that i can just get my 4k out ideally that's how it should work i've never tried it mm-hmm. i don't know but potentially i've used to lisa once when loop decided to embarrass me yeah uh, so we are getting to loop because yeah, yeah. it's embarrassing all of us <laughs> <laughs> so that's when i used to lisa and it worked mm-hmm. i have but, never used to but does this potentially make fuliza now a loan product 
but will, it's always been a long yes. product. No, but the I, 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 no, I, I also bought Safaricom's <laughs> argument at the start, <laughs> but even from their own reporting of the finances yeah, and the even, reporting uh, they've embraced from people like us, yeah. uh, they're okay leaving, leaving with it as a loan product. Mm. Fuliza is a loan product. Um, it's, it started out as an overdraft, overdraft facility, which yeah. was, which was true. Which, which was true, it was an overdraft because the premise of it was I'm going to pay for something no. the same way uh, Dixon runs a company here and if at the end of the month he needs to pay his employees and our to go to go on to to lipa to market some of their products and everything i've not paid him his invoices mm-hmm. you can just go to his bank and his bank will tell him hey here's money pay your people when your invoices are honored yes we we'll just take our money yes fully was like that mm-hmm. um but then it was a, a few months Easy later they revised the terms no leave alone the daily maintenance fee but they revised the terms in such a way that fuliza was the only product from safaricom you could access for a thousand two thousand bob. for two thousand sh- bob shillings yes. and less which is the bulk of, of the request yes. for money so employee no yeah. longer allowed you to yeah. get less than because i'm sure it was the loan loan and savings product, product. even though most kenyans know it for its loan credentials but then you couldn't interact directly with i'm sure if you request to a full amount yes so if you're looking for mobile loan for safaricom it's a full mm-hmm. so it's essentially a loan and the name was a hit the name yeah was no, a the hit. name whatever <laughs> like well, i hope they pay the creative or the creative agency that came with up they still pay them today because that was good like it's our liner it's in swahili it's easy on the tank even what to come is pronounced majina kilamtu can get it but the funny nice. thing is i don't i, I hadn't heard of the net term for lisa before that yeah. really uh, I, i mean not in that Lisa context of like you know of, of, of the lo- yeah, poliza. Yeah, poliza. Yeah. so you it, they yeah. came up with a very nice yeah. name in some yeah. yeah yeah it was well thought out still on most safaricom news uh, and expiring things <laughs> we are all postpaid users I am or at least some of us were Did yeah. you? I did you finally switch? I, <laughs> I wrote the article and I wrote the article after quitting say two days before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that article was big, but I quit. Mm-hmm. Me, me, me I, I was part of Postway because Postway was where I could pay you guys to ensure I have minutes mm-hmm. and ensure I have data. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if I've used the data within that month. Mm-hmm. I just need it to always be there. Mm-hmm. So once they change the terms and Oh, your minutes will no longer carry forward. Yes. Your data will only carry forward if you renew and all that. It made no sense. I'd rather buy the data when I need it now. Yeah. Good, Nick. I, have you let women to watch me? Still no, but Nick, I still, I'm still stuck on the 1,000, mm-hmm. 1,000 bob. You know, uh, package, uh, which I'm not sure. I'm, I'm torn. I'm not sure if actually I should. I should For me, I'm not coming it. back. Oh, me, I'm not coming back. I mean, what, what what options are you are you on right now? I have my 3000 minutes that uh will not be touched I hope that built up over time so I, I'll keep using that in terms of data I'll just be buying the Tunukiwa offers when I need data because yeah. I wasn't using data particularly yeah. a lot I work from home yeah. I pay Safaricom for internet so that's okay or can anyone use this I this think new Safaricom did not think that some of us were only paying for postpay because of the convenience that yeah. I have data whenever I need it to I, be I, there yeah so that was a time change that I did not enjoy. and that's what the user I'm also stuck is because I come from my home area it's just I mean I have very poor network I'm actually I'm always on 3G when I'm mm-hmm. in my home in Italy so uh, Safaricom comes actually as uh, save up because mm-hmm. you know I, I can't use telecom I can't uh, use uh, Airtel mm-hmm. but of course okay, anyway. Mimi I really marketed uh, post I, I wrote so many articles on post and why it made sense and i really wanted to see postpay grow i wanted to see postpay become sort of a finance product where i can be paying safaricom monthly and get a device where i can create a postpay account for a family say we buy the 2500 package and those minutes are shared between four numbers or three numbers and all that but instead they introduced expiries so eh. interesting i'm still stuck because for for, for for the lack of options mm. um i've been laying low over the last like three months mm. but that's not me mm. the real me will come back uh, i move around quite a lot mm. and my mobile data comes in handy mm. and all of that and it's why i've kept postpay i really don't need the minutes mm. i don't need them i need data 
mm-hmm. and and like me I can survive on post pay 1k mm-hmm. because 1k gives me 4gb data mm-hmm. 5gb data uh-huh. 5 yeah whatever mm-hmm. uh, i get three times that on 2k, 2K. Mm-hmm. i used for to me, pay 2k for me the 15gb yeah. makes sense because if i don't move around in a month i won't exhaust it mm-hmm. if i move around in a month i'll exhaust it but how i make up for the deficit is those months where i'm laying low it accumulates, it accumulates. so it all yes. balances yeah. out I'm now the that fact that it is not accumulating. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, actually, the data still accumulates and doesn't expire. But your voice minutes, not anymore. They the renew. data only doesn't expire oh, if, if you renew. renew. Yeah, and yes. previously it didn't it need did a renewal. Not, yes. Yeah. Uh, but that's you, a good catch. But do you know, actually, Telcom has very nice offers on many events. The offers are good, but I go pay to... Now, that's the problem. But actually, Telcom has will be actually... Because we've... We're right now... The joy of doing road trips with all of you across this country. We've never lost a safari signal. Yeah. For thousands of kilometers. See, up in Nairobi metropolitan area, Telcom is here in Nyumba. I have to go outside to use Telcom. Yeah, yeah. Those those are the masaibu ya watu ambao... If you are like me who's torn about where to go you can share your feedback or if you've like dixon you've made a successful transition elsewhere or you figure you're out there figuring out how this stuff just by to nuclear data when you <laughs> need it yeah and uh, you can you can tell us what options you're exploring and all those things how's, how's your experience with nuclear actually uh so right now i'm subscribed to the where, one where i give them cg 2k or what and they give me 3gb every day so I'll be that oh, every day yeah, I will so I'll just think to do it bit yeah. for the days I live there but anyway I've always thought of Tunica like a very nice product for a bunch of teams so once I go home where I need internet I'll just buy your product but at home we have very strong Airtel uh, connection for G and I use uh they have a, a a bundle where you pay 3k and you're given 60 GB or 50 GB Safaricom uh, Airtel. Airtel I mean so yeah. The reason I was on Safari Compost Pay was my data builds up so when I travel home I have data to use. But now I'll give Airtel that money because why change a product when it was marketed as never expired, never sijini unaelewa like that that about was not fair. Anyway, um there's there's a bunch of depressing news down. But before you get to those that that about <laughs> oh, <covered. depressing>. yeah, <laughs> they're depressing. But before we get to those, uh, let's start with something that has excited the world since around towards the turn of the end of last year, mm-hmm. but has picked up the momentum and hogged all the attention since the start of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? OpenAI's chat GPT. Chat GPT. Yeah, it's being a, it's yes, being yes, yes, yes. I've tried to avoid covering chat GPT <laughs> because uh, where is the direct intersection between it and the things they cover day to day on Android Kenya until mm-hmm. it came around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hearing chat GPT. Uh, is coming into a big Bing. search mm-hmm. uh, chat gpt is coming yeah. to make outlook better it's coming in office apps mm-hmm. those are things i use those are things i've covered so mm-hmm. obviously uh, i have two chat gpt related stories mm-hmm. on the blog and we are shooting this the day after OpenAI and microsoft yeah. renewed their partnership from disclosed mm-hmm. oh, billion yeah, uh, dollars mm-hmm. for an undisclosed longer term mm-hmm. and all of those things so yeah thoughts on just chat gpt you know it's 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 basically ai and uh, um uh, i mean it's ai not really basically AI, but it's ai and also what is being you, i mean you, i mean of course we're going to talk about the layoff later on but you've seen about how they're saying how ai is now the cause of these layoffs happening so it's i'm really waiting to see you know how microsoft plans to actually implement you know um so what it's called what, chat, chat gpt on its uh, you know uh, uh, apps and all that What I can say is you remember when Huawei uh, showcased night photography 2017 or 2016 yeah what you remember was the P20? I don't know the name of the yeah. uh, and then everyone on Twitter was like mind blown yeah, uh, yeah. like what can your camera in a fine nini yeah I mean, it's like phone man. yes a phone can take that photo and then pixel did something a few months later where we were shown a photo how the room actually looks and what photo came from And nowadays a, a, a 15k phone can do that yeah. a 10k phone can do that yeah nowadays night photography is on every other phone i think that's where we are with ai sai tunakuwa mind blown kabisa about uh, something doing this doing that doing that and 
I I took AI as a course in uni so I know fame, what fame, yeah. Yeah. so what we're doing right now is simple AI this this is not even general or nini so imagine if simple AI can blow our minds right now yeah, like this. Go deep in. and this is just a product that is out there in the public remember we saw Google's AI in 2014 doing crazy stuff you, Google, you remember um that Google AI where we had What did they call that product eventually? It's in the US. Mm-hmm. But it blew everyone's mind when you had these robots uh, being able to call up a store. Yes, the Google Assistant you. that can yeah, yeah, it can call, it can receive your calls and do that. Uh, but I'm talking about Google AI from 2014. I don't remember the name that was given to it that managed to beat the best uh, Go Play and, and all that and could do Uh, could answer and understand context very well so imagine what google could be sitting on right now even as we talk about microsoft investing in chat gpt and all that so I, i really think there's a lot of ais that are laying low i don't know what governments are doing in ai they, they could be doing big bigger things especially superpower countries and all that yeah so I still, I still ai still has so much that's coming for it that we can't even tell right now yeah. But then at the same time here is a product that hasn't even taken off. Yes, everyone has heard of ChatGPT trends on Twitter and all that, but it hasn't taken off per se to 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 become confident that uh, they now want to charge people for access yeah. and all that, yeah. But I still believe companies like Google have the really good dual very good AI. Google has so much information. Yes. Yeah, but deep mind that's yeah, what I was looking yeah, yes deep uh, mind which uh, can blow all of us away. Yes. But my problem with Google is you know um Google works Google has lots of PhDs mm. actually for a lot of if you ever try to get recruited by Google because they have local recruiters mm. and they've had lots of openings if you don't have a masters um the chances of getting in there yeah this is for everyone who's listening mm-hmm. uh usidanganya about ignoring school ignoring because they're in track this soma yeah google does hire lots of phd's and masters people mm-hmm. and a good number of people uh, in the us do work on its ai mm-hmm. stuff they release bits of it in the way we interact with um we use messages on our phone yeah. uh, messages has some like it can pass through your text and know what correct response to suggest mm-hmm. The same thing is built into Messenger, uh, Facebook's Messenger. Yeah. We have Google Assistant which is pretty pretty smart and all, but Google hasn't done something as extreme that users can interact with as ChatGPT. And it's kept like all of these PhDs somewhere. We know Google has the most rad stuff as far as this sector goes, but we've never seen it. Then OpenAI after years of working and taking uh, uh, billions of dollars from investors like Microsoft decided to just show us a snippet of what they've been working on. Uh, they've had GPT uh, 3 out for a while and we are looking at getting 4. And before that they they've had various iterations of this product. ChatGPT is the first mainstream thing that you could access and now they're even monetizing it. There's a protocol to avoid the wait times and all. They've just managed to catch the attention of the common man. Right now. For me, yeah. mm. that has been the number one basis for this Uh, dismissing all this nonsense about crypto mm. because <laughs> if something doesn't make sense to the common man mm. uh, please continue selling your hot air leave everyone else yeah. out of it uh, open air has been able to capture the attention in a few common. months yeah mm. uh, right now there are lots of conversations around one of the subjects we are going to talk about shortly is maybe it's been caused by chat gpt even though that's wrong mm. but uh, the other chatter is which careers chat gpt is going to replace yeah. and such like so it's heralded this thinking now common man knows what's possible with ai beyond the tiny bits that they don't recognize ai driven you know that's the thing google lost mm. even if now it does come blossom with whatever deep mind uh, stuff they've been working on uh, as far as i'm concerned it will always play second fiddle yeah to chat gpt and the most reason why they've been like if you went to google uh, right now on google google chat gpt you'll see everyone is uh, tech reporters especially is covering the kind of panic google is in yeah. with regards to responding mm-hmm. and it's okay because we cover phones here 
the industry essentially dismissed the iPhone. Mm-hmm. It came yeah. at its breakfast, lunch and dinner and dessert and everything. And people are now So coming. it's okay it's yeah, okay it's not to dismiss yeah. Uh, yeah to be worried the way Google is. Mm-hmm. And the one thing is there's a trend in the west where everyone has a chat GPT window open and instead of using Google Chat they're using they're chat using. GPT. Oh, yeah. yes. And now mm-hmm. Microsoft is going to integrate chat GPT in being such uh, yeah that threatens <laughs> google's number one position so obviously there'll be a response but they took too long yeah, yeah and that's what makes this whole conversation exciting i can't wait to see what chat gpt does in feb we've just started a pro tire we are on the verge of seeing gpt4 we're on the verge of seeing all these partnerships is doing it microsoft materialize and obviously google io is coming in may yeah. so they'll be so they'll have an answer yeah course. google yeah. have public facing answers mm. to all of these things mm. google is is how i i treat apple um somebody posted about uh, what apple is going to do with mixed reality headsets this year and all those things and i was like eh, maybe we might not see it apple is too cautious they iterate a few corners of the iphone every other year because they want everyone who renews the iphone to keep renewing they don't want to lose them the same thing they do with macbooks they play it safe google has been playing it safe i know there's a small company that comes out of nowhere with lots of funding blows them out of the water so it's going to be fun and and the subscription actually starts from was it 41 dollars i will not be paying any subscription that's what i know but i am <laughs> waiting to see and then it's not just chat gpt there are lots of other small small ai based products yeah. that you can play with including make some very rad uh, avatars and profile pictures all those things chat gpt done um it's a new year and we are looking at new things one of those new things uh this has caught my attention uh, it started catching my attention towards the end of last year mm-hmm. when you had tanzanian uh, news media reporting that this is the year 2023 is the year they're going to get uh, access to starlink oh, starlink yeah. is uh, the elon musk company yes. that is focused on delivering satellites now that you've mentioned elon musk remember elon musk <laughs> open ai is his company peer exactly yeah. by the way and he just exited the board because of conflict of yes, interest yes yeah, yeah yeah so yeah and then this year the discussion has been rekindled because starlink was expected to come to kenya by the end of this quarter but now we know for a definite fact it will be before the turn of quarter two that's what they say on their website yeah, but it's a lot mask <laughs> yeah and also they need lots of some regulatory approvals yes. that's what is a uh, pending uh, in most african yeah countries. yeah mm-hmm. and it's what you know um delayed the rollout in mozambique and nigeria mm-hmm. yeah so it could be one of those things to look at i've seen chatter on kenyan twitter where people are excited about starlink uh, i'm here to disappoint you yeah because first the pricing is just way yeah the pricing <laughs> you are looking at almost 15000 shillings <laughs> per month per month yeah, yeah. but that's not the big deal the big deal is you're paying about 75 yeah. 25k for yeah. for the initial cost of setting up and getting the equipment and in my article i think i i i argued that i hope they do pricing differently yeah. for the market yeah. which i'm not seeing because the website is one i don't think they will yeah it, that that will be kind of hard yeah. because the satellite costs are expensive Yeah, but on the other hand it's how global companies that Operate, have a center in yeah. the west have uh, been able to grow their bases outside Africa, the western uh, uh, the western countries yes. because you come with a different pricing you sell it to me like a billionaire in san francisco might not work mm. and please don't think you will sit somewhere uh, on in sokimo and use uh, sterling there over there you have access to fiber to the home yeah it's a much better option, option starlink is nice if you decide for some reason uh to move uh 80 kilometers uh north yeah uh-huh. to your rural home where there's no fixed internet yeah. and you have to rely to mobile data all these 5g home plans 4g home plans we were discussing the other day which might be sporty so starlink might make sense and What if you are a business person or an individual you are turnover per month this will be such a way that it covers that cost and you don't feel it because yeah. otherwise for me paying three times what i pay right now for internet is something i'll feel what i was thinking is we if if uh, according to stanlink they're available from june mm-hmm. and certain business with capital because currently the internet uh, market in kenya the isp market in kenya is not very favorable even for existing players mm-hmm. so if you have a few startups get into the space and decide to resell this internet you could be looking at disruptions in certain yeah. urban areas where uh fiber is not available yeah. take a town say voy can i surprise you with one thing uh-huh. 
Do you know Post has had something like this for ages? For ages. Yes. They are Check just the not offering. Post has, yes. has been there. Yeah. Do you know also Kenya Power is going big in that as well with the Kenya Power can say everything <laughs> they want to say. Once we see those cables actually providing internet is when we can be confident. What I'm arguing is say a town uh, let's go to Voi because I've been in Voi and and someone sets up a business where they pay Elon Musk 75k for the route acquisition and all that and they decide to resell to hotels and all that that's already a form of business where if they charge them 3k 4k they're making a profit and yeah. disrupting sort of the market that would have been there so I think with better pricing and with uh, reselling we will see a different sort of ecosystem in the internet space yeah, yeah. But one thing I was reading about, I mean, I mean, we also also have an option of pre-ordering. I don't know, pre-ordering the service, ninety-nine dollars, I think. Anytime you see pre-orders, especially in the UK market, or China, Kenya, where pre-orders are lies, anytime you see pre-orders, these are companies looking for quick loans with no interest fees. So Elon Musk, it's uh, like yeah, uh, like yeah. off-plan housing. Yeah. Mm. So you're given a loan. And there's no interest, so that's what they are looking for in that way. Yeah. Now talking about pre-orders, one device went on pre-order and launched the second generation Phantom X series, the Techno oh, Phantom brand. Apple mefanya LTT. Segway. Okay. Techno brand. Yeah, I was with all of you at the launch. So, one, what are your thoughts about everything Phantom Two Pro? Everything Phantom X Phantom X2, X2 5G. 5G Phantom, Phantom X2, X2 Pro 5G ah uh, yes. yeah to be very honest sing after me yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be very honest I'll give Techno Plus for this device like they really tried they really really gave you their all for this I have mine device. it's still in the box I cannot comment but I've been using it. Uh, October last year I interacted yesterday I interacted with uh I don't know if it was the pro the 5 or the 5G normal version anyway mm-hmm. uh, as a prototype and I think what I don't like is the design but the cameras that I interacted with even at launch look quite promising yes mm-hmm. my issue with techno remains and I say this in every review software but hardware wa mishafika you know I've used a next Phantom X2 in the car and yeah hardware I'm yeah. um, I'm waiting the delivery of mine later in the day today so I can't wait. Mm. Uh I haven't used the software I was at the launch and I didn't bother the demo area but mm-hmm. the hardware is fantastic. The hardware like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like you feel like you mm. like slap any other logo I've seen all the negative talk about that yeah, device like, but slap any other logo and people and will rush for it. Actually it 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 reminded me uh, of a device we also went for its launch. It's a uh, cheaper version of the Hasselblad Oppo. Remember ah, the, the Find X3. Yeah, it yes. had a similar back. A similar back. It was, back, it was, yeah, it was uh, carved. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like it's the, the and one, it has, the it one has, they were asking 100k for. Yeah, yes. no, that wasn't uh, like nope. It was 105,000 shillings. Yeah. Yes. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you have to pay uh, for such an experience, pay what tech pay techno because mm. they're offering something almost similar. Almost, you have um, a waterfall display like it's mm fantastic the hardware like, is really good yeah my issue remains software and i hope they listen to us you and yoshida techno because if you're going to slap software that you slap on a 15k phone mm-hmm. to cover margins don't do that on a 80k phone i understand when there are ads on a 15k phone that phone probably costs 12k or 13k to make and you're only selling it at a 2k profit mm-hmm. but that's a uniform 83k Let's say they made it for 50k. That's 30k profit. Yeah. yeah. So remove all the ads. Offer me software updates. Uh, I saw at the launch they have a partnership with Google, but the phone does not come with Android 13 out of the box. It comes with Android 12. They're, they're not Android 13. Android 13 has been out for how many months? Yeah. No, they they, they do say they're going to to support it through to, to Android 14. Yes. Which is Android 14 is dropping later in the year. In the year. So, oh. Unona, that's mm. the problem. If Techno can give me three years of updates, just three mm-hmm. samsung wako five say eh, oppo wako four mm-hmm. eh, try and do updates better and we because google has done everything to make updates more seamless yeah, yeah. with all ile project ilikuwa inaitwaje project yenye ilijaribu to make uh, updates easier what was treble or something yeah there been too many projects eh. there was butter which removed the starters mm. there's been treble yes yeah i think it's treble because yeah. treble worked on um 
if if I'm not uh, wrong, dismantling the the way pro and uh, you um, uh, updates are done yes it, 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 so, so it separates so, the hardware separating the core uh, from, from the android yeah, yeah. so it means if uh, a company wants to roll out an update it's way easier yeah i think techno should invest on software and they will have the market good now uh something else that is having the market uh this month and which i don't know if you guys covered it but it's been all over the news media uh, tech news media apple Apple decided to start the year with a bang, I think almost literally. So we are getting we are getting to see the new Apple SoC, the new Apple Silicon that they debuted towards the end of last year. That is the M2, M2 Pro Max, M2 Pro and the M2 Max making their way to new devices. So we have a bunch uh, like the MacBook Pro lineup now has in its entirety been updated to the new chips because before then we only had the 13 inch macbook pro which didn't change in shape or anything they just slapped a new chipset in there and as far as i'm concerned the 13 inch macbook pro is the odd child that no one should give attention to it's, it's never made sense there's an all-powerful macbook air before it and that's the only thing that makes sense if you want macbook pro just go to the 14 inch now the 14 inch no longer just has the m1 pro and the rest, it now has the m2 m2 pro yeah. m2 max pro m2 max yeah. yeah and then the mac mini too the mac mini now has m2 max and m2 pro yeah and then we have something like think if it's within your means you probably should be it's one of the best patches i've ever made the home pod gets a new lease of life it's back <laughs> uh that news of what when him to android kenya by the way yeah <laughs> i appreciate good things and if you're being honest the google omnest max, max or whatever was a bad product nah it, was it looked so big, bad uh, like my home pod has never felt out of place on my nightstand it looks in place it has the best sound like there's no need to keep a sound by or another home theater system in your and it's like like the news like three hundred dollars yeah it fits right in uh, it's in a good color if you want the white if you want the black like it fits right in it has the best sound serious crap but yeah you can put up with her uh apple music will be supported and i hope apple has for long told us they are doing spotify integration it's never uh, come i read somewhere that yeah. uh, apple already released the framework for spotify integration yeah it's spotify who has refused to re- to integrate that framework into their system uh, i'd also refuse if you take 30% of my that yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, anyway we are getting to that 30% because the other people are apt by it and all that still happened in January um yeah so those products uh, anyone buying a home pod uh, or oh, me I will <laughs> me I saw that they you remember there's a time last year last year but when I asked you if you're selling yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what you tweeted and I thought you were selling your home pod yeah I was clearing the boxes I've kept for so long you know I usually keep boxes because in the end I sell a lot of the tech I you, consume oh, uh, but by the time I was disposing of my box of the home pod I'd come to the realization that i love this thing so much I'll never sell it <laughs> yeah so I can throw away the box no one is buying it so me at the launch I watched it and said me i'm i'm getting yeah me, I come and you should i know it has a bigger screen up top uh, that does nothing it does nothing uh, but it's how you have an ipad right it's yes, how you connect you connect uh, yeah and yeah and those animations it does especially when it can't figure out a connection they're nice uh-huh. yeah your internet is not working but hey look at this here <laughs> <laughs> like it's all working right now okay. yeah yeah so um something else that happened in january i also don't know if you cover this but the extended support for windows 8.1 ended so if you have a windows 8.1 or a machine running windows 8.1 somewhere it's about time you upgraded to windows 10 or as microsoft will want to windows 11. the problem is windows 11 has strict requirements you can still download an iso uh, from a flash drive and do it your own way but as per microsoft's recommendation um older machines for various reasons and all of those things but yeah so we used to install software that way hey yeah. my god <laughs> hey, yeah. hey. It, was, it was fun while it lasted yeah uh, anyway that ended and something else that ended is the time of John Ngumi and Safaricom. So yeah. one of the things we are looking forward to seeing in February is uh, an appointment of a new board chairman for Safaricom. John Ngumi exited, so yeah, that's a chapter closed and followed 
a trend that had been set in December and this has been going on the last few days where the new government is replacing a lot of the heads they found of the various uh, statutory bodies, statutes, um, and also companies where the government is a shareholder or has significant interest like Safaricom now. In December, we had Mary Wambuit taking over at the Communications Authority, which is the yeah. industry regulator. So, that was a very yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about Yeah, so moving on swiftly, um, we've just talked about just Chat GPT, but do you know who trained Chat GPT? Kenyans. Kenyans. <laughs> yeah. If you if you are listening to this podcast and you use Mombasa Road to commute, you probably Apo, Apo a business park you usually see Sama. So yeah, uh, Sama Sama has been in the news lately because one in general they were in the news because the news came out that they had terminated their contract or their partnership with Facebook Meta, Meta had ended and Meta had hired them. You know, Sama does AI labeling. So AI labeling is just getting uh, as many items as possible. Yeah, yeah, to be understood by these machines mm. and being to be processed. So images, you know, when you go on Google Photos and you type uh, snow, mm, and snow. then Google Photos is able to surface all photos that have snow. It's not because it's some magic. AI functions like humans. The reason why we spend so many years being taught in school and then come to apply is because that's how our brains work. We we acquire all this stuff and then we put them into practice. AI does the same training. So there a lot of the training for AI systems actually happens right within our doorstep. Mm-hmm. There are lots of young people who work for Sama and a good number of them uh, used to do AI labeling for yeah. Facebook. You know, if you go and post all those nasty photos people post on Facebook, mm-hmm. um Facebook's AI is automatically able to flag them and delete the post. Yeah. Even before it goes to a content moderator, how did it know? It got trained to identify blood by people in Kenya. It got uh, trained to identify your nude pictures from uh, people in Kenya. Mm-hmm. So while it was while Sam was in the process of doing that, uh, Facebook reached out to them and told them, "Hey, what if you guys also became our moderators?" Yeah, yeah. And for the last few years, they've been doing content moderation for Facebook, and that now ends in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook is a uh, meta is now switching to a uh, Luxembourg based company called yes. Majorel. Yes. Yeah. Do I don't know if that name is pronounced that way. You know they actually have a local office here. Yeah, I yeah. Rem- and they are hiring. Yeah. I saw on LinkedIn. I, rem- I remember posting that story on my LinkedIn page. Then a friend of mine reached out hey, at least we got a client. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? Got? I mean Meta came to us. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Majorel has a local subsidiary, fully registered, and all those things. Yeah. Uh so that's happening now why we are mentioning them they were in the news this month for that but also something else chat gpt same same people have the ones who've been training uh chat gpt and the bone of contention here because time magazine has run both stories it the one, it's the one that ran the whistleblower story about how people um have their mental health messed up from the content, from content moderation they have to do yeah. the ones who came first face with all the nudity uh child porn all the bloody like all those you know after an accident people rush to yeah, post things on facebook features, yeah. we've had suicide cases live on on facebook live all those things there's somebody who looks at that and flags it and removes it so those have been kenyans and they've been poorly paid that's been the yeah. story so that's one thing and i think i was forgetting that happened in january because now that we've talked about a local subsidiary for major we have a local subsidiary for a global network communications company that set up shop here Aristel. it's a canadian telco oh maybe. yeah it's maybe. been safari- I heard about that but yeah nothing else <laughs> it's it's, it's been uh, yeah. it's been a safaricom client they've been around for a while and mm-hmm. now they want to take on uh, some of the clients they've been working like safcom telco mm-hmm. and so then they people are excited they are, they are a mobile network mm-hmm. and I've seen the excitement online that Safaricom is finally getting competition. A lot of that is ahead of its time and is misinformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are focused purely on enterprises. Right. So if you have a bunch of uh, VoIP phones and all mm-hmm. of those things, oh. yeah, they can give you nice packages for your company, set you up. Exactly, exactly. Ah. Those kinds of things. They are they, they are more on the internet calling side of things. Oh. Maybe with time they might expand. They might get into but yeah, I covered it and it's one of the more popular stories on Android Kenya this month. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, another local thing. This requires an acquisition. 
and i think nick i saw you cover this oh yeah quara the thing short tech startup right yeah Yeah. It's a fintech. It's a yeah, it's a fintech. A fintech yeah. Yeah, it acquired Arnet which is a, a software company which was a subsidiary of Cusco. Yeah. Yeah, Cusco is the umbrella body for Sacco's in Kenya and what Arnet did. Uh, at that time when uh, the press release came in, I went to look at the website it was down and it was still down like days later so I don't know. But uh, what Arnet does is they power the software in the Sacco's around. So if you belong to a Sacco chances are the software they use through yeah it's it's man and run by ironet so that was some news that was covered by the people i'm talking to uh this month now uh, we've talked about elon musk and stalin elon musk also <laughs> bought twitter before twitter. <laughs> the, before the year ended and is causing us so much grief on our favorite app So what he did uh, I've been a big big backer uh, of of third party Twitter apps uh, on my Mac I have Tweetbot and I used to have Tweetbot on my iPad too mm-hmm. and devices I've uh, bought Talon for Twitter I bought Phoenix for Twitter version 1 version 2 all of those no longer work third party apps don't work on Twitter and that's it I don't know what your reactions to that <laughs> are. I I have never used a third party app in a very long time I used to use Flamingo I think I bought Flamingo while in campus. Then I just switched to Twitter for 100 and I've relied on that. But what I can say on the same topic is that you can't build or it's it's it, it is continuously appearing that you can't build your company or business model around another company because they can wake up and switch yeah, decide, off. Um, yeah. yeah. Somebody said just close shop. Uh, uh, <laughs> yep. So that party Twitter clients are dead. I saw some of the um, guys who actually build the apps you know, sending tweets complaining complaining how you know, it's going to affect I mean they have spent so many years building the apps and now anyway uh we are done with that can we talk about the the elephant in the room uh, our our podcast is very tech focused much as we tend to lean so much on the consumer side and we don't handle Uh, the development side so if you are a developer and all unless you're interested in what's happening in tech and you're already not up to date most of the times we don't talk to you but today we're going to talk to you but not about the things you're coding eh? about you being fired so that's happening <laughs> <laughs> that's happening yeah uh, there's, there's been a recent hiring spree like much of 2020 and um, there's been the rise of quote-unquote much as it's a derogatory but it's been Uh, used favorably tech bros in Kenya yeah yeah and right now being a quote unquote tech bro is the in thing but that has come at a cost because the so called tech bros are hired by some of the biggest mm-hmm. uh, tech companies in the world well, when you say biggest you have the most valued and the likes mm-hmm. so you have apple amazon uh, facebook google. Later, uh, google uh intel those like salesforce yeah lots of those and Yeah, over something has been happening quietly since the turn of the third quarter of 2022 and everything has come to its head in 2023 the first quarter. That is uh, layoffs. The numbers are not so significant even though they are for some startups some have shed as much as half their their their, their talent. But the big companies are doing single digit numbers and the most extreme I've seen is 11% by Facebook and there's been 10% but that's it others are doing 6% Google is laying off 12,000 people yeah so yeah. as a percentage yeah those those numbers um yeah so this is happening i don't know what what is funny is mm. these companies are not taking uh in itwaje you remember when twitter laid off people and yeah. fired the whole team in Ghana Masijinini mm-hmm. and and everyone was on Elon Musk's case. Yeah. Funny enough, e-podcast most of the things Leon Elon Musk Elon Musk chat GBT anyway. And everyone was on Elon Musk said, "Why did you acquire a company if you're going to lay off Masijinini?" Yeah. And here we have companies just before they announced their books for 2023 mm-hmm. laying off huge percentages up to 7% of uh, of Nini uh, their workers in the name of uh financial uh, financial times in the future predicted to be hard yeah so it's just uh, i think it's just a balancing of books to make insane profits yeah, it's a balancing of books but you know, when you look at it like for example i will i mean if you go to twitter and search the google layoffs thread for example mm-hmm. i mean you find like google is firing like 
it was targeting the their old days someone has been at google and the way they were being fired your car is not working you can't access you i mean it's just a very funny way and i'm sure they have benefits to it yeah so. they have people yes, are being paid severe special uh, packages going as uh as far ahead as nine months in advance yeah so it's okay yeah but so uh, the treatment is not okay yes, but okay but the money is someone's like you there for the money i mean anyway. I mean, we've seen google lay off microsoft but why is apple not doing Apple if anything actually just cut their CEO's pay. Exactly. That's what I was like. But it's <laughs> but the CEO to uh, it's too early in this madness uh, to, to say, speak favorably uh, about anyone. Hmm. Uh, this could be long and run out because from, uh, and also the other thing that has Apple working in its favor, Apple has never been a mad company. Yeah. Yes. What I say by mad company? It has never cra- gone hiring. Like doing, grow, go, uh, doing crazy moonshots, shots, uh, state lots of people yes. and then going on lots of hiring sprees. Mm. Um you've even observed even with some of those tech even in Kenya, setting uh, shop locally, locally they do yeah. lots of unnecessary hires yes. which means when push comes to shove your head is on the chopping block yeah. yeah yeah it's like just basically how media how this work you hire hiring spree then like hire people i mean fire yeah. people then fire, hire i mean what, what am i saying like fire then hire i'm like mm. okay what yeah so the tech industry and it's unfortunate because you people have seen the day in the life tiktok videos right <laughs> <laughs> and some of those yeah have been affected yeah i've been affected I've, i've been seeing the linkedin post they, they okay it's not a laughing matter and we're not laughing at you but yeah um they've been there <laughs> you know the sad thing about this tech layoffs thing is the people it's affecting uh it's the first time that my generation and those after me uh, i'm a millennial and the people after me are mostly generation z it's the first time they're being affected by such people had gotten too cozy uh, these are things they used to read about for the few that read uh, there are things they used to hear about from their parents there are things they never thought they would affect them and the salaries in tech are so crazy you almost thought you were insulated from this kind of thing you know there's been this popular saying by young guys they don't deal with politics and all those things if there's anything you are learning from the tech layoffs is that it pays to be in a country that uh, holds such companies to account that has proper labor laws yes all of those things because yes. there's absolutely no way it's a terrible way of treating people mm. wake up and how you find out you've been fired yes, is you can't access slack you can't access your email and here's the interesting bit uh, your termination things have been sent to that email anyway so, so you will only learn about yeah them. yeah and uh, you can't even say goodbye to your colleagues all those things are things that the law will do a good way of protecting you from and if you're in a country that values its people those are things that your representative will legislate against so for yes. the young people yeah. it's a lesson one um these things can happen they can happen to you but mm. two you need to take a good look at what's happening around you if uh, you're in a country like kenya and your mp keeps taking money from what the world calls big tech it means representation in parliament will be affected or if they are in a powerful subcommittee how they speak might be more for the big tech for the big than, tech than for, than for you, you. Uh, so you need to have a voice you need to elect people who will speak for you while you earn your big tech salary that allows you to buy a fancy audi to drive around in nairobi it also matters bros. <laughs> <laughs> it also matters to have people who can look after your back because yeah. the twitter layoffs came home um it affected countries in africa yeah. guys in ghana are affected and i could see the depressing linkedin post talking about linkedin there's been a kenyan who's gone viral about oh, yeah. the amazon yeah, yeah, layouts yeah. layoffs yeah, in, in europe Ooh. yeah yeah so you see such kinds of things require now at least for the young ones we get to learn the hard way and we get to recalibrate uh, how we think because all the generation had the dot-com crash like all the generation of tech workers this is not exactly new to them yeah they've switched the jobs they've done everything they didn't do the in the life tiktoks all those things anyway uh, in the life <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it it flew in the face of traditional hr practices mm. as much as we are a younger newer generation we are more work we are more activist oriented and all those things the way the system is set up is not set up to favor you I, I think I've exhausted the list of things uh, we we'd we covered that we covered in 2023 I don't know what else I've left uh that we will be talking about loop in an upcoming yeah, podcast no, no we can talk about it now but we'll expand yes. we'll talk about loop in a whole specific episode because we've praised loop in this podcast a lot it's of a product, a lot of praise mm. uh, a praise that they earned but now uh, they're working so hard 
to lose, uh, to lose that phrase <laughs> because we are shooting this podcast a day after loop premiered yep. a new a new system new loop app it, it is after yeah. after locking us out for an entire weekend because they are doing an upgrade and it that upgrade weird. has been crap yeah. it looks bad yeah. I'll, I'll be i'll be like kiruti do we really need a super app <laughs> <laughs> also we'll have an episode on the new uh, samsung Devices. Yes, yeah. yes, we've we haven't talked about but I think I've covered yep. and some of you have covered here yeah, uh that the launch is happening February 1st. Very fast, yes. Yeah. And so we're going we're going to get to see the Galaxy S23 series. So that's the Galaxy S23, the Pro and the Ultra. We had had rumors that the Pro won't be coming. What we know so far is the Pro is coming and the Ultra has this boxy shape things. We'll talk about that new device. We'll have hands on and all those in the probably the second podcast of 2023 before we do our february roundup yeah. but we'll love to hear what your reactions to this podcast are what your feedback is what you think are some of the things that we should do this year and yeah all of those things uh thank you for listening to us i've been your host chenzi manuel dixon utieno and nikanali see you next time <laughs>